This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right. Welcome back. Uh, it's a bizarre week. Weird week. People are fake working. You know, I, I'm done working. I'm done till next Monday. I'm not even pretending anymore. Phone's off. WhatsApp's off the phone. I'm done. But uh, we got a couple shows to get to this week. This one's confirmed. Maybe tomorrow. We got Iron here, Ironhead here, who's just the biggest diva of all time, trying to get two shows out a week. Always traveling, this, that, the other. Alice it's has 13 kids. The day before Thanksgiving. No no, 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 Don't worry about it. No, listen. No. You want to have an excuse? I'm not an excuse guy. You can be. That's your right as an American. Why didn't we okay, do so Monday? Why didn't we do Monday? I don't. I can't do Mondays. Oh, why's that? No excuses. I just physically can't do Mondays. Okay, then. I physically I'm can't do Mondays. I got a lot of work going on. Anyway, so we got some stuff to get to. So this show will probably be the only show this week. We we're going to have a great Thanksgiving football preview, but that gone because uh, Craig will be traveling. Um, where are you going? Do you, you go in different countries, going across the country? How far is this travel where you, you have a whole day off? None of your business. Yeah, you're going like four towns over. Okay, whatever. <laughs> no, I hope you get there safely. I'm um, glad to see you back on screen. You look great. Uh, sound even better. But one of the yeah, things I, I want to get into, I had I had a moment this morning where my brain might be just warped, and I had a little thing turn into a little bit of a scene. So, Alice, hold back the fat jokes, but this scene occurred at Jersey Strong, which is a gym, which I do go to, and I've been mm-hmm. going there for a while. But they've been cutting back, um, I would say, last year and a half. If you don't get there in prime hours, prime hours like 8 to 6, you have to have a thing on your phone, the app, where you hold sign on. in. Hold on. We forgot to mention Jerry. Oh, Jerry's not here, if you can tell. That's why I'm talking the story, telling the story about the gym. Guys, Jerry still cannot speak, which is not good for podcasting. Uh, Newsmax has a gun to the back of my head to make sure that we explain to you that you can't, you can hear that he's not here. And you hear my voice, so obviously he's definitely not here. So, well, just so he we was know. here, you wouldn't be able to hear him anyway. So maybe we do have to clarify for uh, for <laughs> listeners. Yeah, he's so doing, Jerry is not here. He's got the sign language career in the future on the yeah. side of the screen. Yeah. But yeah, Jerry's yes, not here. So. We just want to make sure that uh, everyone wishes him well. Remember. Correct. Jerry is not on this show. Got to be Correct. very clear. Okay. All right. So is that good enough? Does that, does that fit the uh, quota for Newsmax? Find out. We'll see oh. what my email looks like later. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's funny getting those emails. So I'm at the gym at 7 o'clock trying to better myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Trying, trying to do right. I can't get in. So I download the app again. I'm fumbling around. I signed up to the gym at 17. I'm about to be 32. So I'm going through old emails, old passwords, nothing's working, scenes. So I'm sitting there like a schlub, waiting for people to go in, you know, because then they'll let you in and you explain, hey, thank you very much. I had first person looks at me, he's like, you, you can't come in. Like, what do you mean I can't come in? He's like, no, you have to sign in. He's like, I get the system. I, I don't have it, blah, blah. He's not interested. Goes in, shuts the door behind him. Second guy approaches, kind of sees this. I see him fumble around. He gets on, goes in, does the thing, and he looks at me, he's like, I can't. I can't. I'm like, you sure? Like, you can't do it. So I have to wait behind this column. An old man approaches, late 60s. I don't even ask him. I just, like, like I'm doing something illegal. I creep in behind him, get my foot in the door, like, you know, like this Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. And I go in, and it's just, it, it is what it is. So I'm in there. So I'm thinking about this the whole time. I get in the, I get in the locker room. I hang up my keys. The second guy who rejected me, like, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, no, listen. I was like, just because it's a rule doesn't make it right. And in my mind, I'm thinking about COVID. I'm thinking about the mandates. So I'm all fired up. People are watching. Like, what the hell is going on? 
And he's like, I'm sorry. I was like, no, I was like, it's okay. Like, I would have let you in for what it's worth. And this guy, he, I think he's speechless. I'm like, and he's I'm getting more and more angry. I'm getting aggressive. And I'm like, back in my head, I'm like, Mike, not a big deal. Like, you're a psychopath here. So then eventually, I'm like, why did you not let me in? And he's like, oh, you get, you get fined. I get fined if I do. I'm like, what? And then I'm like, how much? And then I realized, the guy goes, I'm like, oh, my God, this guy has a stutter. Oh. Craig? Oh, yep, good call. Can't say that word. Can't like say this that guy word. has a speech impediment. He has a stutter. Not like a real one, not like what Joe Biden has. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, $15. So then I'm like, okay. So then I calm down. And as I'm leaving, I go up to the front and I ask the, the manager. I said, listen, I keep having this issue. I made a scene a little bit this morning. Yeah, you know, this is overread, blah, blah, blah. He goes into the account. She's like, how many times I got to tell you? Just put in your email, put in your password, and you get in. She looks up my account. I've been going there so long, there is no email on file. I can't right. get it. It's impossible. Now to make it worse, I go, okay, well, I snuck in this behind this gentleman. She goes in. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's already been charged $15 to his account. So this poor old man who doesn't even know I exist is now paying $15. This is too much. We got the speed cameras on the road who are zapping your tickets. We got this going on. I'm just saying I apologize. Sometimes you got to take a step back. You know, not everything. But my brain was just working this morning. I'm thinking COVID mandates. I'm thinking eye in the sky, government overreach. So everyone, you get into this train of thought tomorrow or or Thursday with somebody you don't agree with. Take a step back. It's not that serious. You don't need to yell at people in the gym. You don't need to yell at your aunt who disagrees with you because she was going to vote for Biden again. Is she wrong? Yeah. But it's not that serious. That's all. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. I feel better now. Yeah. I feel better now. Good perspective. I feel like a weight's been lifted on my shoulders, but yeah, I was I was going nutty this morning. Speaking of nutty, we have a new no, wait wait president. Did you pay what? the fine for the old man who let you in? I couldn't find him. I couldn't find him. Oh, yeah, I really looked I hard. Find him. Really looked hard. I looked harder than you'd imagine. You 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 I turned harder than the the White House did into the so cocaine saga from fifteen dollars for letting you in. Listen. You couldn't yeah, ask. You couldn't ask the guy at the front door to be like, yeah, you "Hey, couldn't leave fifteen bucks at the front yeah. desk." Didn't think of it. How's <laughs> he gonna put money on hey, uh, not, on Colorado this weekend? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, let's, let's, we got a lot of games coming up. I'm not the bad guy here. Okay. So, um, so, I wouldn't but, say you're the good guy though either. Oh, certainly not. No, okay. I was okay. wrong this morning. I came across like a wacko. So <laughs> that's why I'm saying tone that in during the holidays and uh, don't make it a big deal. But we got a new guy. We have a new Presidente in Argentina. I love this guy. Javier Millier. I think I'm saying his name right. I've been seeing this guy sporadically for the last year and a half just because of his – he's very clippable. He has the hair. He's got the sideburns. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he may personally bring back sideburns, by the way. That, those have been out of style for a couple decades now. They may make a comeback because of this guy. So great, great news uh, in Argentina. And I didn't realize this guy – look at him. I didn't realize that this guy was like an outsider. I thought he was the front runner and whatnot, but because it's kind of it was reported that he kind of had a cultish following like Trump, but he was not in the uh, he was not the majority um, candidate to win. Turns out he kind of won in a bit of a landslide. So there is change, and that is a good signal across the globe that I think these far left uh, policies that ended up kind of ruining Argentina. People have had enough. Uh, I think we see it here. We see it with the polls. We see it now. You know, a couple countries away down to the bottom of South America. Change is coming. This makes me feel 10 times better about Trump next November. What do you guys feel as we see this news from uh, 
from across the globe? Um, I like him. I think, you know, he's kind of an interesting guy. He's He was on with Tucker, too. People should check out that longer interview with Tucker that he did because he's really fascinating. He is a very, like, intellectual libertarian who really follows all these libertarian economists and is really a very thoughtful guy. He's gotten portrayed as, like, kind of wacky because, like you said, he has, like, the crazy hair and, like, he says these crazy quotes and, you know, Argentinian TV is a little crazy, so there's, like, clips of him dancing and weird stuff but um you know he's he's actually like a really smart and thoughtful guy uh, and on economics and other things so it's going to be interesting to see what happens i think they've tied in their economy um to crypto a bit too in argentina so that'll be interesting to see where that goes and he wants to dollarize so um I don't know. I I do think it's a good sign for outsiders. I think it's a good sign for like the Donald Trumps of the world um, that, you know, people are sick of the economic malaise for sure and are looking for a solution to that because that's the issue that really affects people at the end of the day is like, can I afford stuff? Um, can I afford to feed my family yeah. on the table? Can I afford a house? Can I afford all these things? So, mm-hmm. you know, people are a lot more willing to turn towards the free market economics at that point in time and you know i I think that it helps trump that people remember the economy under trump too of course yeah now people are all of a sudden starting to uh remember it now as things get worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. Uh, i have a new rule with politicians if you don't have insane hair i'm out on you it's the only metric that you can use right now and be right i like this guy curious to see how he does but the days of clean cut politicians to me at least they're done I need I need a wig. I need sideburns. Anything that makes you stick out seems that everyone's aligning with that. So that's my new rule going forward. So I don't know who I'm going to endorse in 2028, uh, but so we got a lot of time for for some new wacko to emerge. But I'm curious to see if if he absolutely is terrible over the next six months, and like because I think the news will if he is terrible, like focus mm-hmm. on that. So I think they'll make a direct correlation to Trump. Is there is there a world where he does horrific like terribly things go horribly in Argentina? He makes some drastic moves, things don't go as planned, civil unrest. Could that somehow like be sprung here into the mainstream news and bring down Trump? Or do you think there's no shot for that? No. I mean, I think the I think the policies work on the right. You know, the the free market right. economics and the especially these like libertarian economists, like I said, he's a very thoughtful guy. He's very smart. Um, He's not just like crazy and wacky and having a good time. Even though he seems, he always does seem like he is having a good time, but um, you know, I, I think that the policies actually work, which is the advantage of being on the right. And like, we saw that under Trump, like you say, people remember the Trump economy. People remember what their bank account looked like in 2019 and what the grocery store prices looked like in 2019. So, you know, I think the right has this advantage where their policies actually do what they're supposed to do. Unlike, you know, the left where Biden says he, you know, is going to create world peace and fix the economy and create jobs. And, you know, but at the end of the day, like you have to actually do it. So, you know, I, if I'm proven wrong, I'm proven wrong, but it's, you know, the nice thing about the nice thing about being on the right is that, you know, when we have our presidents in place, like life goes better. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. What what do you think? We don't have to uh, be slam dunk for people to vote, but no, as long as, 
portion of the country is so scared and democracy is on the line and the right to live, you're always going to have people opposing uh, common sense and uh, good core values. So we'll see how that goes. But congratulations to Javier uh, Millier down in Argentina um, for, get, for getting in power. And hopefully it is a sign of things to come. Um, I think right now that's kind of the reason I asked the question is, do you think that uh, there's a chance that if he does terribly, it could affect Trump? I'm already mentally there where Trump's the next, pre- like the next president. Yep. The, the, I'm seeing so, – like, so I'm thinking, like, all right, it's, it's, you know, in football, I'm up 20 points. I'm thinking, okay, how, how can we blow this? Like that's where I'm at mm-hmm. right now. So I'm, I'm thinking of all the things. Like if Milliate is terrible, can we drop back to Trump? But right now, another good sign for Trump. We have vintage Trump back. This is what got me into liking Trump 10 years ago. He makes me laugh, and then on top of that, he has good policies. This is one of the funniest uh, clips from Trump that I've seen in the last six years. Remember that? He was a quid pro quo. Nobody knew what it meant. Adam Shifty Shift with a neck like a pencil. He said, <laughs> I said, how does he how does he hold up that fat, ugly face with a neck? With a neck no, a pencil neck. We call him pencil neck. What a dishonest guy. <laughs> fat, ugly face. <laughs> The best. That's funny, and you can have people who will try to like you know emulate that. You can't. That is comedic timing. Only true. Pol- Shane Gillis might be able to. Comedians can do it. There's no politician right now in America that can even come close to doing that. When they do it, it comes off as forced. Not funny. The timing's off. Trump is a natural born mm-hmm. showman who happens to be weirdly good at politics, and the orange man is. On the path, you can't stop him right now. No, I, I honestly feel, and I know this is not it. There's no way this is the actual strategy. But the longer they leave Biden in, I'm going to start to think that Democrats have kind of just punted on 2024. So this went really bad. This went terribly. <laughs> Let the orange guy in. He can only do it one more time. We'll get him in. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, let's, let's focus on 2028 the policies. They can claim it was the Biden policies, just like when Trump was president. And they were like, exactly. Oh, really the Obama the extension of yes, exactly. Like, they're going to be like, yeah, you know, he's just coasting on all the work that Biden did. Do you see like how mm-hmm. Biden made peace in Ukraine? Yeah, everybody's yeah they're like, like, no, we got these two wars. We don't know how to stop it. Maybe he can. If he can't, we'll blame it on. I think I, I, I know it doesn't make sense. There's nobody that actually do it. I'm starting to think they might be punting on 2024. That's how glass half full I'm thinking right now. Either that or part of me thinks maybe they just like don't actually know how to get him out. Well, that's why that's why Trump's running mate. Trump's running mate is very important for that very reason, because he is only has four years. So they are. They could just be like, well, it's just four years. We'll be back in 2028. Mm -hmm. So it's whoever he whoever he selects is a very important choice. Because look how it's frail an and everything Biden looks. And then you think oh. about four years from now, the guy's going to be 86 Oof. by the yeah. time a second term ends. I mean, like, who realistically thinks that? And the world just can't stand Kamala. They cannot make her happen. No oh, matter how oh, she's, yeah. it's remarkable. So Where's I, mean, she been? I just I wonder if they want him out, but they're just like not even sure. The guy's saying he's going to run and like the infrastructure is there and the clock is ticking. And they're like, what do we do? Because they are worried about the polling. You hear them say that all the time. You have Steve Kornacki and everything breaking down the poll and going, we haven't seen numbers like this. What do we do? What are the yeah. Democrats going to do? I mean, the the time is sort of starting to run out for them to do something, you know, yeah. and yeah. and. 
I think there's enough people in the party, too, that are scared of the chaos of a primary or worried that, you know, a Newsom comes in and then is too damaged. I mean, Newsom has negatives, too. His state's oh, a uh, yeah. disaster. <laughs> I'd say. He was terrible on COVID, going to the French Laundry restaurant and whatever. I, You know, he he has some issues also not to mention he was married to Kimberly Guilfoyle, which is also weird. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. People, uh, people like forget about that is insanely weird to me. It's so odd. It's so strange. <laughs> like, um, so I don't know, you know, like you say, maybe they're just sort of crossing their fingers and hoping it works out. And if it doesn't, you know, maybe a second Trump term won't be that bad, but I, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what they do at this point because the polling doesn't look good for Biden. You know, maybe things improve a little in the economy or something. They're, the Biden administration right now is touting this poll that says their approval rating yeah. has gone up. Now, only 55 percent of people disapprove of the job yeah. that Biden's doing as president. But like, that's not where you want to be is bragging about. You know, no, no, it's tough, even for the spin, spin uh, professionals. But before we get to this clip, there was one clip that we should have, should have grabbed, and I apologize for not grabbing it. I saw it last night, made me laugh. It wasn't Ducey, but some brave, actual uh, journalist, one of the very few left in DC, asked Kareem Jean Pierre, um, as she was up there with a little wig, a very funny question. They're like, Hey, I know you, you've seen the polls. Like, are you guys concerned about the polls? And she came pretty much said, to the effect of, oh, you know, polls, you can't trust them, you know, this, that, the other. And he goes, okay, counter, I guess he knew she was going to say that. Counterpoint, when we bring up uh, things that are failing, you, you know, she always says, oh, well, we polled Americans, and the Americans actually believe in this strategy, believe in this policy. And so he's like, okay, which one is it? And she had no answer. So whoever that gentleman was, maybe we'll have that for tomorrow. Oh, wait, won't be a show tomorrow because Craig will be driving two towns over. Or but anyway, or I could just do no. this and play it now. Oh, you're good. You're good. So the polls that show that the electorate at large and also uh, significant majorities within the Democratic Party believe uh, that the president is too old. The polls that show the American people and also significant majorities within the Democratic Party don't want him to run again. And the polls that show his handling of the economy, foreign policy, all of these dismal polls, his job approval ratings, um, does the White House have any basis to challenge the accuracy of that polling? I never, we never challenge, I'm not challenging the accuracy here. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying to you is that, um, you know, we're not going to change the minds of Americans. I get that. Americans are going to feel how they feel, and we're going to respect that. And I've said that many times from here, many times. I said that moments ago. Craig? Yeah. You're good. That, that was quick. That was a quick poll. Uh, well done. Um, yeah. Great clip. Good job by Craig. I, I get why you get paid, uh, get why you get paid the, the big bucks. But before we get into the Bill Maher clip, kind of expanding on liberals that were talking about the other day, joining uh, the common sense side and seeing the light, uh, we have one advertiser to get to. Jesus. See how quick you were eating. Excuse me. Today's Callahan Show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Use code word Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. 
My pillows made in the USA comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. It makes a great gift. Get it now to support this show and strike back against cancel culture. As you know, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob by purchasing from my pillow. Not only are you helping us out, but you're joining the fight against cancel culture. My pillow, as you know, not available in big box stores. But you can get factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com using code word Jerry. Mypillow.com, code word Jerry, 800 893 7406, promo code Jerry. I had to humble you a bit. You're putting you're, you're a high horse too much. I had to make you move quick. At least yeah. Jerry gives me like a, you know, he has a no. cadence, like it's coming, not just like, Ed. Nope. All right. Right at you. Uh, but yeah, pull up that uh, Bill Markle. Prominent Democrats like David Axelrod calling for Biden to, quote, get out or get going. Did he say that? Get out or get going? Uh, I believe in a tweet or two and some stuff. Look, mm, people who think that Joe Biden is 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 perhaps too old. They are right. Perhaps. <laughs> don't, don't spill the water. Something might come out of it. Uh, Pause that. Pause that. I watched this. I watched this three times. What the hell does that mean? I have no clue. Alice? I, I don't know. Something. I don't know. Huh. Do I, also, I, I, oh, 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 oh. I think I know what she means. Well, I, don't, I don't spill know. the water. People will realize it's like whiskey or something. No, I can't be what it is. But Explain to me another scenario that makes more sense than that. Listen, I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I just don't think it's that. But I was going to say, I didn't have uh, Donna Brazil in my 2023 bingo card going with the Megan Rapinoe hair. I, I did not see that coming. <laughs> um, I don't think I hate it as much as I should, but I play uh, play this clip. It kind of fits her. Perhaps. I know. It really does. <laughs> don't, don't spill the water. Something might come out of it. Uh, <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> you know, everyone ages differently. I agree. I've said, and, I've, and, you know, so, so Betty White lived to be 99. No. Mick Jack is still twisting his ass. Mr. Right. I've been the one making that case year after year here against ageism. I always said it's a case-by-case basis. It's but, a case-by-case. But case. for that argument to have teeth, it all, you also have to be the person who can go, yeah, but this is the case. And it, I, I've said it before. Do I think Joe Biden can do the job? Absolutely. Yes. I don't think he can win the job. And that's what I care about. He's going to lose because the people think he's too old and perception is reality. So, yeah, I think he's kind of wrong here, though. I don't think Biden really can do the job. I think he's pinned in a corner that well, he, he's going to get completely turned on if he says that. Yeah, he's about to he's he can't be fully honest that was him kind of giving a little head he can't be he knows he, he can't do the he job. has he, he has been he, he has been fully honest uh, within the last year if though there's a, if there's a case-by-case basis for people being too old to do stuff like if you're not gonna put biden in that category then who are you gonna put in that category yeah. you would be taking away his keys if he was your grandfather serious yeah put it this way he i don't think and i, I mean this i don't think biden could if he wasn't getting money from oligarchs with his, you know, shell companies, if he had to go out there and make a living, right? Cause his, his pension mm-hmm. now does not account for his own inflation. Cause everything's so damn expensive. If he had to go out there and make extra money as an Uber driver, I don't think he could do it. I'm not even joking. I yeah. really don't think he could do it. He would get lost. You know, the, the, the Uber maps are terrible as it is. Imagine him. Uh, look, he'd end up a state over. He said, where the hell is my driver? I look at the map. He's 20 miles away. Now he started off down the road. He couldn't be an Uber driver, but he's supposed to be a president. No shot. Democrats, I'm telling you, I'm starting to really buy into 
the fact that they're punting on 2024. They're all rap reports coming out and saying it. Now you got Bill Maher, Donna Brazil with their pink hair. They're, they're in a weird spot. They are in a weird spot right now. Uh, there's a few more people. Like if I see like the crash and scenes come out and say uh, Biden's done, then I, it's over. It's, they've it's, been shockingly reasonable this year. Yeah, too. they've don't, been. Don't they've give been. Them credit. They've don't been. They've. This. You're falling no, into their trap. It was, this is all Elon's fault too, because the engagement goes up when they kind of tickle they're both sides. Money. So they're making money. Yeah, totally. They're the worst. They are the yep. absolute, absolute, absolute worst. Cannot, cannot uh, hate the crash scenes more if I tried. Um, no way to really transition from the crash scenes to the Houthis, but um, there it was. <laughs> There was a wild, wild. It looked like it was something out of like a movie uh, when I saw this clip surface uh, yesterday. But there are ramifications coming from um, the war in Israel between the Palestinians and Israel, uh, where now people's collateral damage. I guess uh, the Palestinians are Palestinian supporters. Um, the Houthis are backed by Iran, by the way, and I think we've given tax dollars to the uh, Houthis because why not? You chant that he to America. You definitely give tax dollars to Iran. You so, you know. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're somehow funding this um, this video, which is on right now. But pretty much, if you're only listening to audio only, there are a bunch of militants coming in on a helicopter on this big-ass ship. It's not a cargo ship. I don't know exactly what the purpose of the ship is, but it's gigantic. And they come in all tactical with their guns out. By the way, there's no, no one opposing them. There's the only ones on the ship with a gun, so it's pretty easy to take over. So last I checked, um, there's just a ship that's taken over by crazy terrorists right now in the middle of the ocean. That's worth hundreds of millions. So I don't know how this ends. I don't think this is the last of this that we see. And the world's so crazy right now. This is not even that big of a story. Like you would think that there's a ship with, you know, a hundred or so hostages. That would be a gigantic deal. It should be a gigantic deal. And I think the worst part is I don't even think there's any, not that it would make it better. I don't think there's any Israelis. So you got probably a couple French guys, a couple Germans. Like, what the hell? We're just trying to do our job. Now we're being held captive. So I don't know. I just thought it was absolutely crazy and had to be, you know, had to be mentioned. Yeah. It almost like reminds me of back in, um, you know, the Obama administration and stuff. We had all the uh, piracy, all the Somali yeah. pirates. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a big thing. Yeah. It was affecting shipping and everything. And, you know, it, but we're like back to chaos now because, like, we're yep. talking about the Biden administration has such a disastrous foreign policy that this level of chaos is just the new normal. Like you said, it's not even a big news story because this is just, this is what we deal with now is everything's just crazy and chaotic and people are taking over ships with guns like there's no there's no rhyme or reason there's no order but that's what you get when you have the biggest most important most powerful country in the world run by somebody who nobody takes seriously around the whole earth like nobody cares what the united states thinks of anything anymore because our president is not conscious of what's going on yeah our president's uh waddling off the stage because he pooped himself (laughs) <laughs> you know, so when you have when you have stuff like that happening, yeah, the world notices and just does whatever the hell they want. Um, and yeah, and, and so is so is reality now. So anyway, as world worlds pop, world wars pop up left and right under this administration, hopefully the last year of this administration, the army is I guess they did some polling and looked at the numbers and really crunched uh, recruitment. Recruitment's not doing so good. <laughs> Turns out when you um, kind of. Make your whole pits, you know, everyone, you know, everyone's equal, equality, you know, no fat shaming, this, that, the other, trans divisions, you know, great. Turns out the good old boys in the middle of the country don't exactly join as much as they would if you just did a normal common sense recruitment. So what do they do? 
they reverse back on one of the craziest times alive, by the way. Just people getting fired for no vaccine. The first responders were clanging pants for them. Now they're getting fired because they don't believe in a, a mandatory vaccine that will stop the spread. That will, if you get it, only be one shot. You won't be able to spread it. Don't worry. Turns out none of that was true. So people losing their livelihoods, including people, service members. Now the Army's saying, listen, they're not really apologizing. They're saying, you, you, we're, changing the, we're changing the code. We're changing the law. If you were asked to leave, because I don't think they'll ever say kicked out. That's not how they do it. If you were asked to leave because of uh, that little COVID thing, whoops, you can come back. So right. you're allowed back now. None of them are going to come back. Of course not. That's what I'm saying. So if the num- Say the number was 100. Mm-hmm. Just for you know it's not. It's way more. If would five? Maybe. Right, because maybe someone's out there, you know, working part-time jobs. And I'm sure if you do offer to come back, there should be some back pay maybe involved yep. in the front that, may, that maybe entices you because you mm-hmm. deserve it. So if there's back pay, if there's back pay for the time that they missed, I'm going to put it more towards maybe yeah. 65% comeback. Yeah, here's 160 grand that you're owed. Yeah. I think you're going to have more people coming in to do it. But, yeah. but it's a lot hard of people to that can't. It's hard to undo the perception that the brass does not care if you live or die. And especially that particular demographic of young men was never at risk from COVID, in particular healthier young men. And that was like the exact demographic that was put at risk by the vaccine because those were the, that was the exact group of people that had an elevated risk of myocarditis. It was men under 30 in particular, no risk from COVID, huge risk from myocarditis compared to the, the baseline population. So there was an idea and it's been reinforced by the involvement of the administration getting involved in wars that the American people don't care about mm-hmm. by the lectures about white rage, by all the like pride stuff, all the flying pride flags over every embassy in the world. And, you know, this under the realization that a lot of people came to is that the people running the military right now do not care if we live or die. And in fact, they kind of hate us and like would be totally f- cool with it if we died. And, you know, once you kind of see that light that, you know, Millie and Austin and all these people hate you and want you dead, it becomes hard to backtrack on that. You know, you don't necessarily want to be involved in that. I mean, I have four sons i'm not going to tell them to join under this administration or in no. this listen, type of- well they'd be they'd be seven-year-old soldiers so that would be quite the uh the news <laughs> story listen listen to uh listen to disposable heroes by metallica that's exactly how it goes just trust me go listen well and I, I, you know i think that that's always been sort of a line on the left like you know that they treat american kids like cannon fodder that's been since the vietnam war that's yeah. been like the protest song thing right be the first one on your block to get your voice sent home in a box right that's like that's always been the liberal perception but you know i think that the middle part of the country and cultural conservatives have yep. always kind of felt like there's honor in serving your country and of course that, that it's a worthwhile pursuit and you know it, i think that once you lose those people, you're seeing what you get, which is that nobody wants to join. So I I think what happens next is, you know, they're going to push for a draft, but they're, they're also going to, and the left has been on this for a while. They've been pushing to draft women too. They're going to, that's yeah. Hey, you guys want equality. 
Hey, I didn't expect quality. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm saying if they if they want a quality, they're uh they're gonna get it too. On this on this um kind of tone, there is a clip that I sent. I put in the private chat to Craig that is uh, related to this. Uh, are you any success, Craig? No. What do you need me to look up exactly here? Because I'm just finding yeah, a bunch I don't know. of. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's, it's a, a guy. They charged. Up. They apparently ordered him to leave yeah. stuff behind in Afghanistan. Like they're in the they're, yeah they're on the withdrawal. Mm-hmm. He had a bunch of he had a bunch of extra. Like um, fatigues and parts of his uniform. And as they were leaving, because this was not planned out very well, I don't know if you guys knew that the Afghanistan withdrawal was actually disaster. No. Or not. Yeah, it didn't um, go well. No, nah, it's, it's what I've heard. It's what I've heard. Uh, people hang on planes falling off. Eh, yeah, 14 people. Was Biden in charge? Uh, I think so. Uh, I think he might have been. I think he <laughs> yeah, he was because Donald Trump was too big of a wuss to end the war because he's a warmonger. So then Biden came in. Uh-huh. That's the way it spun. But um, when yeah, was so when was this from Montante? When was this from? I saw I saw it yesterday. Don't worry, we'll just explain it. So as they're leaving, they're like, "Listen, we have too much weight on here. Like any extra clothes or whatnot, leave behind." And I think this guy had the the foresight to say, "Listen, we're gonna get charged for this if we leave it here. Like I don't feel like it, these things are expensive. Like no, don't worry, chain of command. We'll make sure that you don't." So this guy, his step is done, his his four years are done, his service is done, and you think, you know, all right, thank you, pat you on the back, away you go, appreciate your service to the country. No, he gets invoiced for these missing fatigues, <laughs> like like $1,500 or something. They have, like, they have an actual invoice, well, broken down, itemized, and they're, they're now asking for $1,500 back. And this guy's pretty much whole point is, we're giving money to Ukraine, we're giving money to the oh, Houthis. Yeah. In, and when I leave, do, do I get a attaboy and a sticker and off you go? No, he gets invoice. He gets billed mm-hmm. from our government. Absolutely oh, yeah. criminal. Absolutely criminal. Things yeah. are ass backwards right now. They, they billed one of the families of one of the people who died in Afghanistan um, at the Abbey the, Gate. They billed $60,000 to the family to fly the body to Arlington yeah. National Cemetery. Absolutely unreal. The Pentagon can't keep track of money at all they lose track of where it goes all the time but the whatever accounting department handles billing service members oh. and their families for outrageous things that department is on the ball that's where they put the people who know what's going on that's for sure yeah. um yeah ridiculous no it but that's the way the government always works if it's a group of people that's going to come after you for money, whether it's the 87,000 IRS agents or the billing department of the Pentagon. I mean, like who knew that the department of defense, you know, sent out even mm-hmm. no had an, uh, an accounts receivable department, but apparently they do. And they are so laser focused on getting the American people to send them more money after like, we're talking about our tax dollars in the first place. Anyway, it's yep. so ridiculous. Yeah, that's where I sent Craig the clip, but it's three minutes too long. We really, really broke it down. Um, so we have two more things to get to. This one, this one will be really quick. We have a couple of clips of Nikki Haley. The implosion Nikki Haley continues to roll on. Um, I think I think before Christmas, she announces she's done. She has to be. She's I mean, terrible. She's done. If there's somebody who's the opposite of Donald Trump, like you said earlier, Trump can just like talk and be funny and natural. And mm-hmm. she's like the exact the op- yeah. human yeah, opposite. You guys got to remember her heels are for ammunition. <laughs> And then there was uh, this leftist crap that fell out of her face yesterday. What you heard me say at the debate was very much my truth. Ugh. My truth. truth. Uh, Get to the other one, dude. Then I have one more point on Nikki Haley. Hypocrisy. Uh, The uh, The hat. The hat. It just blew up in her face that no one likes her. Yeah, well, here it is. I love your hat. 
wearing a Nikki Haley hat. Good moment. Blows hey, up yeah, right one of you, you like the hat that was given to me by one of your one of your uh, cronies? Yeah, remarkable. She's done. She's toast. Uh, thanks for playing Nikki Haley. Uh, you know, you're done. You're toast. But something like hypocrisy that I picked up on yesterday, it's not as bad as what my gym's doing to me this morning, but it's kind of, it's, it's along those lines. So she had that whole crazy story with, uh, with Instagram or with Twitter X, sorry, with X, where if you're going to be on there, if you're going to be on social media, you can't have fake names, can't have this, can't have yeah. that, yeah. which we obviously jumped on. Nikki Haley, her name's not Nikki Haley. Her birth name's not Nikki Haley. She's on the de Blasio type of politics where she Americanized her name. De Blasio just totally made up a new I mean, that's a good thing though, right? Isn't Americanizing your name a good thing? I suppose, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna She's demand people- that's not her, but I'm saying her real name is not actually her real name. What is she's it? demanding people use the real something very Indian, not Native American uh, as Thanksgiving well, approaches. I mean, like Haley's Indian, her Indian. married name, that's her husband's name. I assume Look, she's allowed to use that. No, I'm just saying it's hypocritical. You want people to use the real name to, her whole life. Her, no. her, her, her first, her full first name is Nimrata, but yeah, I mean, like she goes yeah. by Nikki, she's going by Nikki Nimrata, Barack, Barack Hussein Obama got elected, so that shit shouldn't matter. I don't care. I, I don't know. I don't. I think she's a Trump. Nimrata Ranhawa. Well, I mean, you can't wants- you can't have a first name that describes like who you are. <laughs> I think it's Say, fine. Don't be embarrassed by it. Use your real name. I think it's she, fine. She changed her name for political gain, and now she's now she's demanding you use your you you know use your real identity to in order to use social media. Goes for you too, Miss uh, Nimrata. Not, not yeah. Anyway. I mean. I think that'll, uh, I think the social media thing will wreck her if nothing else. But oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it is hypocritical because, yeah, but because she wants everybody's actual ID on file. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with her assimilating and using an Americanized name. I think that's a good thing. I think people have been doing that a long time. All the uh, European people who showed up at Ellis Island and changed their name. I went to high school with a Bennett who was to Benedetti at, Ellis Island and they, mm. you know, change it coming in. I'm not going to like, who cares? You know, my watch. people want to be a part, people want to be a part of America. They want Americanized names, you know, let, let them do it to get ahead. That's capitalism. That's, you know, what I, I, I guess I'm just, I'm just out on Nikki Haley. So I'm slanting everything against her. But we have one more story. I saw you and um, the lovely Tom, your, your adorable oh, yeah. husband covered this, this last right night. To us. This is wild. Yep. And because local news is dead, all the local newspapers have been destroyed. Like no one even cares or is writing this up or any, and it's Massachusetts. So, you know, it's liberal. Everybody's thrilled about it as far as I can tell, but the North library- Reading, North Reading transcript comes out every two weeks. It's crazy. We have a, a Newburyport paper near us. It's like three towns over from the town where this happened. They're not going to cover every like school committee meeting and personnel issue in every town. They're just, there's no way. Um, so the town next to us, they actually, in their library, they were having one of these um, lovely like gender events for children. It's a group nice. called, called the Pineapple Project, which just like already if your group is named the pineapple project you're like i mean you're asking to be called a groomer if it's called the pineapple project but it's a theater program uh for kids ages three to eight teaching them to explore their gender identity oh three to eight yeah three to eight so they they did appropriate age for that i hate this this so much they did this event earlier this year for like pride month 
And uh, one of the librarians in the library who's worked there like 14 years was concerned that somebody who was one of the non-binary theater performers was using the women's bathroom and I guess had a more masculine appearance and and asked about it and said like penises penises seem to be pretty masculine when they when they show up. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I guess apparently this person is like originally a woman who was using the women's bath, but it was like difficult to tell. So anyway, they're all jacked up on testosterone. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, they're, they were non-binary. They were trying to make it so that you couldn't tell. And apparently they successfully made it so that you couldn't tell. And they were in the women's bathroom and the librarian asked about it and was told in no uncertain terms that this was a non-binary person. And now this librarian is being disciplined, potentially up to firing her for harassment because, and in the words of the letter that the town sent her, that's been made public now, the town told her it's because that she doubted the sincerity of non-binary people's self-identification, that that constitutes harassment. Now, she didn't go to the person, but apparently it made her coworkers uncomfortable that she didn't believe oh non-binary God. people. So apparently now you can be fired for that in the state of Massachusetts. I mean, like, I hope this librarian sues and, you know, takes the town to court and yeah. get money for this because it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't believe in non-binary people either. <laughs> like I don't. No. So the idea that you can be fired because you don't believe in this like magical unicorn project that they're doing and pushing on kids, like mm-hmm. the idea that you and that was the other thing that they fired her for was not being supportive enough for the of the library programming, including the gender project for the three year olds. So if you don't believe in it, if you don't like it, if you're uncomfortable with who is in the bathroom or if you don't believe in every like fantasy gender that they come up with, then you're going to be fired. And there's a bunch of people in the Facebook groups for the town going, she should be fired. Terrible. Of course. Who would possibly care what type of people literally said this on Facebook. What type of genitals are in the bathroom next to your child? Who cares? They're they're like, um, I care a lot. What type of genitals? Everyone. Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, what's incredible. If, if I went back, if we if we had a time machine, I don't just know why kids, you for this, but kids in general, hold on, kids hold on, in, hold on, hold on. Kid, hold just on, real Craig. quick on that, real quick. Can you, Craig? I can't. I don't think kids, kids in genitals. Time, took people over thirty years ago. Kids in genitals should not be in the same sentence ever. Now you can continue. Thanks for that point. That was that was worth it. I'm saying if you want yeah. use a time machine, and I would first go back and maybe take Craig's parents and separate them. So he's never here. But the second thing I would do, I would bring people back and I would say, you're going to have, here's a story. Here's a situation. You have three and eight year olds learning their gender. And then you have a librarian getting fired for questions. Which one's more problematic. But what are you even talking? But right now, this is how messed up the values are is where the, the, the beginning thing that we mentioned, that's not the problem. The problem's the lot. We are so backwards, but the good news is glass half full. This is probably an elitist coastal state problem. This ain't happening in Kentucky. This is not happening in. Uh, it might happen in Austin, Texas. This is only happening on the on the coasts. So happen there. Happen if, Chicago. If, it'll happen in all those kind of places. Maybe in Chicago. Maybe in Chicago itself, but not the state of Illinois. No. So if you're looking glass half full, I still think this is the minority thinking for the majority of the country, but it has to keep getting pushed back because the more and more they grow, it's terrifying to think that in 20 years, us, this conversation we're having right now, we might be the minority. We might be the extremists because right now they don't want to admit it. They're still the extremists. 
what they're doing is wrong. Like the average person knows that, but we'll see. We, we said it earlier this week or last week that we think that things are pulling back a little bit and we're getting a little closer to normalcy. So tiny bit of sanity. tiny bit of, yeah, let's yeah. hope. But yeah, yeah if you, you live where you Wells- live, you're, did you see what Wellesley's doing too? Also in Massachusetts, they have, um, no. because it's uh, for a lot of schools, at least around here, they do like for the Thanksgiving football game, they do like a spirit week where everybody has to like wear different things on different yeah. days. So, we did that. you know, um, so yeah, my daughter's all doing it right now. She has to go to school like for pajama day or for like wear the school colors day. So Wellesley used to have a USA day where you wear red, white, and blue for one Uh-oh. of their days. But yeah, that's Uh-oh. this year that's too problematic. They said that's divisive, which is interesting to me because last time I checked, we all live in the USA. So I don't see like who it's dividing. Because it's, yeah, not, it's not a Palestinian flag. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you can't have USA Day, but I guarantee you they do something for Pride Month. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure so, they do Pride Month. Yeah. Like I said, I think that I think that's just a Massachusetts thing. I don't think that's flying in the middle of the country. So as long as we can isolate these these crazy places and slowly bring them back to the normalcy, but who knows? And as we've seen, the younger generation, they've gone full blown attack on them. Used to get radicalized in college. Now TikTok's going after you. Now they have so I don't know. In fifteen years, like I said, the, the the next generation could be so brainwashed that there's no chance that they come back. But we'll see. Trump's pulling well. With the 18 to 34 year olds. So he's winning NBC polls, dude. That's not good for them. No, it's not. It's, it's certainly not. Well, all right, guys, everyone have a great, can we say Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's have a great national day of mourning. Have I mean, a great yes. uh, indigenous people uh, get yes. fed day or whatever. The yes. Frig it's yes. Called now. Yes. Whatever they call it. Have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy for traveling like uh, Craig tomorrow. Safe travels. If you're flying, God bless you, because that is a nightmare, absolute nightmare. And with the uh, the pilot shortage, you might you might not actually end up going anywhere. So uh, enjoy it. We will see you guys next week. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the like the show leave a five-star review on apple and spotify hi it's tony marino host of the newsmax daily podcast your daily news bulletin of newsmax's top headlines along with commentary from our hosts and experts you can learn more about all of the free podcasts including newsmax daily rob carson and jerry callahan at newsmax.com listen